the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It ain't over yet. Yep, just when you thought you might be about to get a break from the he said, she said of the Kavanaugh fiasco, and that's what it is, Senator Jeff Flake caved. He's the senator from Arizona who's not running for re-election, and he may be the most avid uh, never-Trumper in the Republican Party, or in any party, actually. He decided to throw a wrench into the proceedings by... uh, putting a major condition on his vote. Now, he's the 11th Republican vote needed to get the nomination out of committee and onto the Senate floor. Uh, that was supposed to happen at 9.30 this morning. Everybody, uh, and he had, he had put out that statement, so the vote was going to be 11 to 10. Everybody knew that. Um, and uh, that was going to happen today at 9.30, and then the Senate could vote on it tomorrow. But before we get to that, I think it's time to hear from Uncle Joe again. That would be Joe Biden who said this about a suggestion to get the FBI involved in the Clarence Thomas Anita Hill Supreme Court fiasco 27 years ago. And the last thing I'll point out, the next person that refers to an FBI report as being worth anything obviously doesn't understand anything. FBI explicitly does not, in this or any other case, reach a conclusion. Period. Period. So, Judge, there's no reason why you should know this. The reason why we cannot rely on the FBI report, you wouldn't like it if we did. Because it is inconclusive. They say he said, she said, and they said. Period. So when people wave an FBI report before you, understand, they do not, they do not, they do not reach conclusions. They do not make, as my friend points out, more adequate. They do not make recommendations. They do not, they do not, they do not have make conclusions. Um, but I guess they're going to come up with one now. Somebody thinks they are because they're going to, the White House has officially um, authorized, he says, uh, this just came out, this came across a couple minutes ago. Uh, a White House official says President Donald Trump will authorize and order a supplemental FBI background investigation into Brett Kavanaugh. A written statement or possibly a tweet is expected at some point to affirm what the president suggested earlier in the Oval Office when he said, he would be, quote, totally reliant on what Senator Grassley and the group decides to do. So uh, that's just, a, if it hasn't been officially said, it's about to be. Uh, so meanwhile, uh, back to Senator Flake. Now, as I said, he had released a statement saying he was going to vote for Kavanaugh. And then he made the mistake of riding on an elevator. And then some women wanted to have, you know, a calm, rational discussion about this whole thing when the elevator door opened. You have children in your family. Think about them. I have two children. I cannot imagine that for the next 50 years, they will have to have someone in the Supreme Court who has been accused of violating a young girl. What are you doing, sir? I was this sexually assaulted and nobody believed me. I didn't tell anyone, and you're telling all women that they don't matter, that they should just stay quiet because if they tell you what happened to them, you're going to ignore them. That's what happened to me, and that's what you're telling all women in America, that they don't matter. They should just keep it to themselves because if they have told the truth, you're just going to help that man to power anyway. That's what you're telling all of these women. That's what you're telling me right now. Look at me when I'm talking to you. You're That's, telling me that uh, Thanks for remaining matter. calm and collected there, ladies. Uh, thanks a lot. So <clears throat> that's where we are. And uh, again, she said you're telling women everywhere, whatever she said, they're t- she, he's telling women everywhere. All he's saying is that I, w- I sat in a hearing 
We did what we were supposed to do. We do, we did what is normally done in a situation like this. We had a hearing. I considered everything. I listened to the testimony from both people, and I'm going with the the guy who wants to be nominated for Supreme Court, and that's he did what he's supposed to do. But uh, you know, unfortunately, he took that elevator. So that's where we are. The Senate Judiciary Committee is going to ask President Trump to authorize it, and they already did, actually, So, they, and he's, he's about to do it. And what the FBI is going to find, it hasn't been uh, covered yet, who knows. Thomas Jipping, is, uh, he's the deputy director of the Edwin Meese Center for Legal and Judicial Studies and a senior fellow at the Heritage Legal Foundation. He has a piece out where he says, he's, uh, he says demanding another investigation by the FBI is pointless. And it shows that Uncle Joe was right 26 years ago, I guess. He says, and this is, a, this is a quote from the piece, the distinction between the criminal justice system and the confirmation process is critical. The FBI is in the executive branch, which has authority over the criminal justice system. The confirmation process, however, occurs in the legislative branch. The Constitution gives the Senate sole responsibility for evaluating presidential nominees. Let me read that again. The Constitution gives the Senate sole responsibility for evaluating presidential nominees. In the criminal justice system, the FBI investigates by not only gathering information, but evaluating it, making judgments about the credibility of witnesses or the truth of what they say, pursuing leads and offering conclusions or even recommendations. In other words, they figure out what really happened. Then he goes on to say, in the confirmation process, the FBI gathers information and stops there. Gathers information and stops there. The Senate must do the rest. In fact, as CBS News recently described it, the FBI, quote, conducts a background check at the request of the White House, mainly to determine whether the nominee would pose a risk to national security interests of the United States, according to the Justice Department. I guess, I don't know that Kavanaugh is going to, um, there's any potential here for a national security interest issue with Kavanaugh, but that's, according to this, the FBI, quote, conducts a background check at the request of the White House, mainly to determine whether the nominee would pose a risk to national security interests of the United States, according to the Justice Department. And he says, this is what Hipping says, that has already been done. He also says that the investigation was done every time Kavanaugh was hired or appointed to a government job. And... This is uh, Thomas Chipping again, says that the Democrats would like to get everybody to believe that the FBI can do what it does in a criminal case, but it can't. And he says the people's responsible for the people responsible for the investigation are the Judiciary Committee's investigative staff. And he points out that uh, that, first of all, they've already been investigating for two weeks. And this little detail that the the uh, investigative uh, the, the Judiciary Committee's investigative group, uh, their staff, they are armed with a federal law that can put liars in prison for five years. This guy knows what he's talking about. So stay tuned. This could all change. This, of course, gives the Democrats time to find another accuser or two, which they, you know, they shouldn't have any trouble finding. Hey, but what do I know? I'm just an old white guy. More on that when we come back. Also coming up in the next half hour, uh, after 5.30, we have a lie detector expert who's going to tell you about what he calls a lot of old wives' tales about those lie detector tests. And he'll tell you what he thinks of Dr. Ford's test. That'll be coming up after 5.30. Stick around. Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial. You also know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation. Typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley has got you covered. Giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even even Johns Hopkins. 
Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now at 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. The one thing I loved about working with him, we got to pray with our patients. And I could do that without feeling like I was going to get in trouble. At the medicine shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb continues the legacy of pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMedio. And many people, you cannot cure them or make them truly get well if they have something down deep that they haven't ever addressed. Stress affects your whole body. Like when I get stressed, I have between my shoulder blades, my muscles get tight. Some people, it's GI. Some people, it can be a rash. Some people their immune system is down. So we address that too. But you have to address the root causing that stress for them to truly heal. One of the things I'm very humbled by is that many of the people that Joe and I saw together, they're still coming to see me. And I just really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to have the same empathy and love and caring that he had. I just love it. It's my dream job. It's what I've always wanted to do. Every day is different because not everybody's the same. Call for a consultation today. 888-865-9595. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body comforting orthopedic made locally at the original mattress factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Truth is timeless. At the Original Mattress Factory, our business philosophy is based on honesty and truth, and it never changes. Simply stated, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated ourselves. This means we treat people with respect, we educate rather than manipulate, and we offer genuine value and substantial savings, not simply by saying it, but by proving it with cutaways of our mattresses compared side-by-side with the mainstream brands. Stop by one of our store locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. On September 17, 1787, the framers of our government signed the U.S. Constitution in Philadelphia, a constitution which set up our government. While Constitution Day has passed, Patriot Mobile supports the conservative values that the framers adopted in the U.S. Constitution, values which define our government and guarantee our rights. And the $17.87 data plan offers have been a huge success, so we're extending them through the end of the month. Patriot celebrates the founding fathers and your values, and it's the only cell phone carrier that supports conservative causes like the Susan B. Anthony Fund and the NRA, while providing you with the same nationwide reliable service with unlimited talk and text for less money and no hidden fees. And switching is easy. Make the switch today. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Unlimited talk, text, and data for your first month. $17.87 plus a free pocket constitution. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Now, one other note here on uh, what's happening with the uh, the uh, investigation. Mark Judge, he's uh, that's uh, Kavanaugh's buddy from high school, willing to cooperate with the investigation, according to his lawyer. Uh, says here, uh, Brett Kavanaugh's friend Mark Judge is willing to cooperate with the FBI or any law enforcement agency. Uh, Republican Senator Jeff Flake on Friday called for a delay, blah, blah, blah. Quote, if the FBI or any enforcement agency requests Mr. Judge's cooperation, he will answer any and all questions posed to him. That's what his attorney, who's a woman, said. Uh, her name is uh, Barbara Van Gelder. Uh, she, uh, Christine Blasey Ford uh, accused Kavanaugh of sexual and physical assault. You know about that. Uh, he also claimed, she also claimed, though, that Judge was in the room when that alleged assault took place. He has so far declined to comment publicly beyond a letter to the Senate Judiciary Committee denying knowledge of the incident. Then on Friday, today, a judge wrote a letter to the committee denying allegations from Julie Swetnick, who said Judge and Kavanaugh were present at a party where she was drugged and gang raped. And he says, in, the allegations in the Swetnick affidavit are so bizarre that even while suffering from my addiction, I would remember actions so outlandish. I categorically deny them. So I guess the FBI is going to go down and ask him, and um, and he'll be under he'll be under penalty of uh, perjury and a felony and all that. They can go down and ask him. He's going to say the same thing. 
Um, and judge also denied having fondled or grabbed women in an aggressive or unwanted manner at parties between 1981 and 1983, or having, quote, spiked punch to get anyone drunk or seeing Kavanaugh do something similar. He also said he never engaged in gang rape of any woman. You always like to have a guy who's never engaged in gang rape. You know, that's a good quality in a man. Uh, so it's nice that he has to actually um, come out and say that and make sure that everybody understands that he never engaged in gang rape of any woman. Uh, Swetnick didn't identify Kavanaugh or Judge as her attacker in that incident. She said in her statement that there are two witnesses who can attest to her account, but she hasn't identified them publicly. So, okay. So there's where we are, and it's, and as I say this, there's stuff going on now, and you'll have to get caught up on it tonight. Uh, but meanwhile, um, you know, maybe you have to be an old white guy to notice this. But I seem to be hearing a lot of people uh, blaming a lot of things on old white guys. And it's not just young, non-white guys. Lots of older white guys like to do it as a way to show, you know, how wonderful they are. Uh, they like to and apparently show how guilty they are for everything that's wrong and how ashamed they are for being white or maybe old and white. I don't know. But not only in the country, but on the planet. That's 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 their 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 taking blame for everything that's wrong with everything, everywhere. Uh, So here's a montage that ran on Fox News last night. Women across this nation should be outraged at what these white men senators are doing to this woman. This is all gross strategizing from 11 old white men. It's a white man strategy that is politically dumb, in my opinion. These people in Congress right now, in that Senate Judiciary Committee, these white men, old, by the way, Mm -hmm. are not protecting women. They're protecting a man who is probably guilty. Probably guilty. Thanks a lot, Joy. That's Joy Behar. You talk about a moron. Uh, she's on The View, in case you've uh, been smart enough to avoid that show all your life. But she, she's back on there, and she's, she's one of the co-hosts of The View. And my wife, uh, unfortunately, has that on in my house every now and then, and I have to walk by the TV, and actually I'm exposed to some of the stuff that comes out of there. And the, the, the idiotic things that are said by Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg and some of the other uh, women on that show – uh, it's just, and it's not only uh, moronic, it's just so predictable. It's the same. It's just, it's, it's the same angle on everything. And, but, you know, it's, uh, there's joy chiming in on the, the, uh, the white guys being a problem. Well, you know, Lindsey Graham yesterday, he, um, his soundbite, his, his performance, if you want to call it that, uh, near the end of the, uh, proceedings yesterday, when he just went off and ripped the Democrats and apologized to Kavanaugh and said, if you're looking for a fair deal, you came to the wrong town at the wrong time. It's an unbelievable, uh, angry soundbite. And I guess uh, he took some criticism for that. I know he has. Uh, he, he took. I, I heard people on MSNBC last night, CNN last night. They were Not only were they talking about um, Kavanaugh, being too angry and too, too not having the temper, temperament to be on uh, the Supreme Court, but they also apparently they thought that you know uh, that Lindsey Graham just went overboard, and so here's what Lindsey Graham had to say this morning during the proceedings. Uh, I know I'm a uh, single white male from South Carolina, and I've told I should shut up, but I will not shut up if that's okay. Because I got here the same way everybody else did. The people in South Carolina voted for me and Senator Scott to be their voice, men and women. And I'm going to try to be their voice today. See, it's out there um, that you just hear it a lot now. It's relatively new. And it's much more widespread than it used to be. I used to hear it a little bit, but now now it just seems to be... Um, you know, every half hour somebody makes a comment about the white men in the Senate who are going to making the going to be making the decision on the Kavanaugh uh, appointment and and listening to uh, Doctor Ford's testimony. It's going to be a bunch of white men, and they always they seem to be pretty good at throwing in old white men. So I have I've had some questions. I asked it on Twitter today. I didn't get any really good answers for it, but 
here's my question as an old white guy what's what's worse when it comes to to being an old white guy the old or the white because i i haven't been able to figure that out because if you're a young white guy is that okay what if you're just old and you're a mixed race or you're not you don't actually qualify as a white guy um and is is are are old black men okay or is it is it because because if it's if it's the old that's the problem, then I guess that would mean that old black men would be a problem too. And then there's women. Is are old women like Diane Feinstein, for example, and Hillary Clinton? Would they be a problem? I mean, they're both white too. So they. But I haven't heard anybody talk about too many white women uh, making decisions. Maybe because there aren't that many. But um, so it's out there. I, I I just have a. I just I'm having trouble understanding. What it is about old white men, and I, I just, I, it's hard. It's hard because um, uh, nobody seems to want to define it. And and here's the other thing: what is old? What would old? What would be old? Fifty? I mean, I, you know, when you're as old as I am, fifty doesn't seem that old. But when I was thirty-five, or when I was twenty-five, especially, fifty seemed really old. I remember we used to make fun of guys who acted a little bit too grown up when they were 18, 19, and 20, the age of when uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh is, uh, had, had issues or has, is having issues about now. We used to make fun of somebody and say, he can't wait to be 50. And then all of a sudden, I was 50. So so is it 50? How about 60? 70? And if, you're, if it's a problem with old white men, when, when, do you, like, when do you retire them? When do you tell them it's time to go, and who gets who gets to be put in charge of that? Now, I saw uh, some uh, a couple of tweets here, and this is not necessarily related to old white men, but you know, you remember Maria Shriver? <laughs> um, she she's uh, she used to be on NBC, and she's a she's a Kennedy, she's a uh, a Kennedy, uh, she's the daughter of uh, Sergeant Shriver, and the the niece, or her mother was a Kennedy. So anyway, uh, Maria Shriver. Uh, commenting on, I believe it was the image of Lindsey Graham's face when he was screaming yesterday. It's either him or uh, Kavanaugh. And she said, this is her tweet. Oh, my God, this is every woman's nightmare. This is a terrifying image. So this is a woman who's, well, anyways, somebody, somebody responded to her on Twitter and said, every woman's nightmare is getting into a car with a Kennedy. <laughs> it's a hashtag Uncle Teddy. So Maria was just just so um, terrified by a. First of all, you know, if you take a picture, you could take a picture of a um, uh, someone, uh, uh, your your favorite pastor delivering a sermon on a Sunday, and if you catch him at the right time and you freeze the right frame. You can get him looking like he's screaming like a maniac or frowning or however you want him to be. Uh, and so when you're t- taking pictures of Kavanaugh and Lindsey Graham and anybody else, uh, it's just not fair. So I tweeted a picture of Hillary Clinton in response to some of that, and, I, and you can see it at Steiger World. She looks like she's going completely out of her mind. I don't know where the picture was taken from. So then uh, there's this person uh, on Twitter, Sack B Editorial Board. So I, I'm guessing that's the Sacramento Bee, I, a crying Brett Kavanaugh. This is this was this was the this was a, a tweet that was uh, linked to a uh, an opinion piece on in the Sacramento Bee, and it said a crying Brett Kavanaugh. This is what white male privilege looks like. That's so you are again white male privilege. That's the other thing. I, I'm still. I got to have somebody explain to me the whole white privilege thing. I don't get that. But um, this is what this is. This is the reaction to Brett Kavanaugh crying over the fact that for, that his daughter suggested that the woman who's accusing him of all these terrible things, which he's, I'm sure, told his daughters he didn't do. They they are saying that they should pray for her. He that got him to break up a little bit. Well, that's white privilege when that happens. So that's where we are. We come back. Lie detector tests. And are they any good? And how do they work? And what's going on with them? When we come right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. GOP leaders have accepted a proposal to delay the Kavanaugh confirmation vote by a week while the FBI conducts an investigation into existing misconduct allegations. It was a proposal to win support from a critical swing vote, Arizona's Jeff Flake. We can uh, have a short pause and and make sure that the FBI can investigate. Flake hoping to heal some political rancor. Democrats who have been, I think, justifiably uncomfortable moving ahead could publicly, in an effort to bring this country together, um, say that we would feel better. I'm not expecting them to vote yes, but not to complain that an FBI investigation has not occurred. Leaders have agreed to delay the final vote pending the probe. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. On Wall Street, that up by 18 points. The Nasdaq rose for the S&P unchanged. This is SRN News. Hey guys, Ken here from the hit podcast, Today's Growth. Who would win a three-mile bicycle race, an 11-year-old girl or last year's winner of the Tour de France? It all depends on the bicycle. It depends on their vehicle. Both on a 10-speed and the pro racer is going to win every time. But put the racer on a tricycle and the 11-year-old wins every time. You see, it's not the driver. It's the vehicle. When it comes to generating revenue, it's exactly the same. If you have a job or a small business, you are riding a tricycle. You can only go so fast. If you need to make up lost ground, it's not going to happen on a tricycle. No matter how fast you pedal, it's simply not going to win the race. Why do many people with no schooling and no advanced degree often become very wealthy? Simple. They choose to only ride 10 speeds. When it comes to helping people create their next revenue model, both Forbes and Inc. recommend Income Store as a can't miss when it comes to putting people on a 10 speed. Could your household or business use an additional revenue model that doesn't solely depend on you? If so, you need to check out IncomeStore.com. That's IncomeStore.com. It's now a matter of days before America decides who will run the country for the next two years. Republicans have benefited from having a Republican in the White House, but losing the House or Senate would give the country back to the left-wing lunatics. Can you save this booming economy? Do we need to keep up the jobs growth? Do we need to keep adding the right judges to the high court? Do we need to keep ISIS on the run? Look, this one is too important to sit out. The epic battle must be won, and it's not over yet. AM 1250, The Answer. On this episode of the World's Shortest Sitcom by KFC. Like I always say, it's the inside that counts. Like what's inside my new KFC 10-piece chicken feast. It's 10 pieces of chicken, two large mashed potatoes, and four biscuits for $19.99. Get more meal for the family for under $20. That's what really matters. (laughs) It's pretty incredible what chicken can teach you about life. Anyways, KFC at Finger Lickin' Good. At participating KFCs, prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Hi, everybody. This is Craig Wolfley from my friends at J&D Waterproofing. For every waterproofing or foundation repair, a portion of the proceeds go to the Light of Life Rescue Mission or the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Hello, this is Ralph Sindrich. I'm proud to be a part of this program and such a fine service to be offered to the community. For every job commitment, I'll provide a signed copy of my book, NFL Brawl. Call for a free estimate at 1-800-VERY-DRY. That's 1-800-VERY-DRY. Or visit us on the web at jdwaterproofing.com. People come in with health concerns, and we try to address those at the root cause. At the Medicine Shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice, and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice, I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical based. You really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example of you have heartburn. There's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn. And some of those reasons could be not enough hydrochloric acid where traditional medicine blocks that. And as we age, our body typically doesn't even make enough as it should to break down our food. A lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors, and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn. Call for a consultation today. The Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills, 888-865-9595. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Cell phone 79, you're jammed up from the Parkway West to approaching 50. That because of an accident now cleared. Also have a disabled vehicle off to the shoulder outbound on the Parkway North. You're jammed up from Veterans Bridge up to Venture Street where that is. Outbound Parkway East is very heavy outbound approaching Forbes Avenue, Jedgewood, Swiss Vale, slow inbound from Britain Road overpass to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. The Parkway West outbound slow Banksville Road to Carnegie. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Mostly clear skies for tonight. Some patchy fog will be developing later on tonight and linger into early tomorrow morning. Low tonight, 51 degrees. For the rest of tomorrow, sunshine and some clouds with a high of 65. Will be mainly clear tomorrow night. Chillier, low 46 degrees. Sunday, a mix of sun and clouds turning warmer, high 74. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So you've heard a lot about lie detectors the last few weeks. Why didn't Kavanaugh want to take one? And what about the fact that Dr. Ford did? I wanted to talk to a lie detector expert, so I got Michael Martin here from the Global Polygraph Network. Michael, thanks for being here. Uh, Yes, appreciate it. So uh, you're with Global Polygraph, and that's in Allentown, PA. And um, before we get into my questions about just how the polygraph works and how it should be... uh, perceived by people when they're dealing with things like what we've been dealing with on the national news lately with uh, the Kavanaugh case. What exactly do you guys do there at Global Polygraph? Okay, well, first of all, we're a worldwide uh, polygraph service. Allentown is just one of our 500 locations. We're all over the world. And uh, we provide uh, private polygraphs for uh, private individuals, corporations, attorneys, therapists, uh, government contractors. Uh, So we do quite a bit of everything. So obviously, if there are, you know, you say there's 500 from around the world and it's a worldwide uh, uh, company, then people, this is a service that people depend on, trust, and like to use a lot. Exactly. Exactly. That's why we're here. Yeah. Now, and, and you know, as it applies to the, the case with um, Judge Kavanaugh and his accuser, Dr. Ford, um, there's been uh, some discussion. Have you been following that at all? I have. As a matter of fact, I've got the uh, polygraph report pulled up in front of me right now. Oh, okay, that's good because uh, not, I, I'm wondering about that because I've, I'm hearing I'm hearing things, uh, differing stories about that and and the validity of it and how much it should be trusted because of how it was done. So I'll let you go on that because I don't even know what questions to ask you about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I can tell you that uh, based on what I've read, and, uh, without actually seeing any charts or videos, this is all I have to work with is the report itself. Uh, and the report itself uh, says that the test format used was a federal U-phase, which is one of the validated techniques. There's, uh, there's about seven or eight uh, validated techniques that have been uh, scientifically validated. And what that means is the uh, American Polygraph Association, along with the scientific community, has uh, broken down individual testing formats and said, okay, each format has different reliability and validity. Uh, and we're only going to validate tests that can prove themselves to be 90% or better reliable uh, through scientific processes. So the federal U phase uh, that, they, uh, that they administered is validated to uh, about a 90.4% reliability. Okay, and... I also saw that somewhere that she was only asked two questions. I don't know if that's true or not. Can you tell by the reports you have? Uh, yes. Now the two. Yes, I have uh, the two questions in front of me, and uh, this is called a specific issue test. And basically, the two questions are the same. They're just the same question, but worded a little differently. Um, and that is the most valid test you can do. Uh, once you add more questions, especially if there are different topics or different uh, aspects of the same situation, you're going to have a less reliable test. So you're actually damaging the test by incorporating more questions. So this is the most accurate way to do it. Okay, that's interesting because the impression I got was, well, how can that be any good? They only asked her two questions. When you're saying it's the opposite, that makes it better. It's exactly the opposite. And those tests are, and they do at least three tests. So those questions are done uh, at least three times each. So they're going to be presented a minimum of six times throughout the exam, if not more, depending on how many charts you have to run. Okay, we're talking to Michael Martin of uh, Global Polygraph, uh, and he is in Allentown, but it's a, it's a worldwide company. And um, I, I, I'm, I saw somewhere when I was Googling last night around to try to find some information on the polygraph, because I just haven't heard enough a discussion like we're having right now about this uh, as it pertains to this uh, story that we're, you know, that's in front of the country right now. Uh, and I came across a, a, a little uh, thing on Google that said Ted Bundy passed a polygraph test. Is that a myth or did that happen? Okay, well, I don't I, have the background on that. So, number one, I can't, I can't really answer yeah. it. 
Um, uh, polygraph works on detecting intent, intentional deception, um, which means that if a person is legitimately psychotic uh, or they have some version of reality that is different from what most of us see as reality, the, the test is only going to tell us if they think that they're lying, not, uh, you know, not what their version of reality, whatever their version of reality is, is what the test will tell us. So a normal person with normal functioning and uh, normal sanity, I'll just say, uh, you know, the test will work fine. However, if the if the person is uh, has issues with uh, understanding reality versus uh, uh, not reality, the test is not going to be that reliable. So, um, if so, in the case of uh, Dr. Ford and, and her accusations against Judge Kavanaugh. She could be the fact that she thinks she's telling the truth doesn't necessarily make it the truth. It just says that that's, the the, the machine true. just says that she, yeah she thinks she's telling the truth. It is her. That's correct. It's her understanding of what the truth is. So that's why it's not admissible in court. No, actually, that's a misnomer. It's admissible in many courts. Oh, it Most is. Examiners have have testified in courts in legal proceedings for polygraphs. So that's. Uh, that's a misnomer and absolutely false. It's well, that's only said about a million. That, that's said about a million times a day. I think. I mean, any and it's, and it's, it's a wives' tale. It's uh, oh, okay. In many in many courts. I mean, it's also not admissible in many courts. It, it's often left up to the individual state, and sometimes it's down to the jurisdiction and the judge's decision themselves. So there's a lot of variables when that comes into that. But uh, most examiners have testified in court, which means that it's admissible. Okay. I'm going to throw out a scenario to you, and if, you don't, if you're not comfortable in answering it, then don't. But let's just say that uh, Judge Kavanaugh is uh, guilty of what he's being accused of, but he was drunk, and he doesn't re- it's not in his consciousness. He doesn't, it may have happened, but he was so drunk he doesn't remember it. He could still pass a test by saying he's, he didn't, this didn't happen, and it, and it would show that he's telling the truth. But again, you're back to... It's his his understanding of the truth. Well, right, but uh, here here's the problem. I've tested lots of people who were uh, intoxicated at the time of their uh, the time of the event of what they've been accused of. Mm-hmm. If they believe that they may have done it, they're going to fail the test. Really, that's what I have found, and that's that's a bit anecdotal. But uh, uh, if if they have a memory of the event and they know they didn't do it, they usually do fine. However, if they don't have a good memory of it, you have two choices. You ask them, did you do it? Uh, or you ask them, do you remember doing it? Okay. Um, well, no, if I, so if I answer, then, I don't remember doing it, and I really don't remember doing it, then I'm going to show, it's going to show that I'm probably telling the truth. Correct. It won't say that it didn't happen. It'll only say that you don't have a memory of it. Now, what, ha- what about, what kind of an effect does the length of time have on this? Uh, for Paul, I mean, you know, we're talking about something that uh, allegedly happened 36 years ago. Um, you know, memory becomes a factor there. Right. As long as there's a uh, reliable memory of the event, uh, the test works just fine. We, I've tested on issues that happened uh, 50, 60, 70 years after the fact. Wow. It still, it still works. So, can you give me a quick description of just how does it? What does it measure? How, how does how does it uh, decide? The machine decide whether I'm telling the truth or not. Well, first of all, the machine doesn't decide a thing. The machine just records data. Um, typically, what the polygraph records is changes in uh, in blood pressure and pulse, changes in breathing, changes in the activity of the glands of the skin. And uh, most examiners now record blood volume changes as well, as well as motion sensors that detect movement during, during the exam to separate reactions caused by movements uh, rather than uh, emotional or psychological issues. And once we're recording those, then we can look at variations in those that, and this would be too much to explain here, but right. uh, movements that are typically associated with a person attempting deception. What, well, would I be able to, if uh, based on what you just told me, would I be able to make movements that would fool the test? Like purposely, uh, if you tell me to sit still and I move, am I am I fooling the test? 
Well, that's what we call artifacts. And, and if you artifact your polygraph charts, that just nullifies what we're seeing. It just means you're going to get a zero score. Oh. Um, you know, we, you have to have plus or minus scores to score a polygraph. Mm-hmm. And if you have all zeros, your end result is going to be a zero, which is inconclusive. Now, how about um, the person conducting the test, administering the test? Um, could you interpret it differently than I might if, you know, if we're both experts? Could it? Could two people come away with a different opinion? Uh, there will be differences in score. Um, I'll explain that in a minute. But uh, in the overall opinion, it's generally you don't find a lot of difference. Uh, for example, the way it works is you go through the test, go through all the charts, and you look at every relevant question asked, and you score each part, each reaction in each relevant question, and you, can, and you give it a number. And at the end of the test, you add up all the numbers, and that final number gives you your test result. Uh, now, uh, one, he, he, he gave this test a plus nine. Well, I may give it a, a plus five. Hey, we, it still is the same conclusion of no deception, but the individual differences that we find on the test might vary the score by a small degree. But would that be considered a small degree? Yeah, three or four points is a small degree, because you typically have to swing about, uh, about seven or eight points to go from one direction to the other. You'd have to go from like a, like a plus four to a, a minus four, to swing it from truthful to deceptive, and that's an that's an eight point spread. That's just as an example. And do you know anything about? Do you know anything? We're talking to Michael Martin of Global uh, Polygraph. Do you know anything, Michael, about the the people who administered the test? Uh, you, you said you know about the test that was administered, but what about the the company that did it? Uh, I mean, I can see uh, I can see who provided the exam, who administered the exam. Uh, Mr. Hannifin, but I don't know the man personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, if so, if if I'm if if you are getting ready to to administer a test to me, uh, and before you get to the official questions that you're going to ask me, the, you know the things I've seen on TV, they start with questions about state your name, and maybe they ask you some just general questions that uh, you that aren't necessarily important, but they're just I don't know. It seems like a, a test run or something. Does that happen? Do you, do you have to set the thing up by asking a few questions that maybe don't pertain to the actual subject you're looking for? Well, first of all, we start with an interview that uh, gets all kinds of background information, uh, and then we also interview them on the test issues, and they explain their story and tell us what they need to tell us. And then, based on that conversation, then we design the questions, which, of course, include the relevant questions, which are about the topic, and then the examiner incorporates a lot of other types of questions to look for different types of reactions as well. So you're going to have neutral questions in there that are unrelated to the to the test. There'll be other types of stimulus questions, and uh, those are all used as part of the scoring uh, process. Mm-hmm. And what what is there any one thing that you do when you do testing that uh, any one area, any one business or you know subject that that comes up the most for you? Uh, in private practice, most of what we do is uh, relationship uh, fidelity testing and mm-hmm. child abuse cases. That, that's the majority of what we see. But but um, someone, you know, getting back to this, you say it's a myth, an old wives' tale, that, that um, they're not admissible in court. If I'm Correct. guilty of something, why would I submit to this test? If it's going to catch me. You know, I mean, in other words, because because the argument against doing it is I'm not doing that because they don't stand up in court. So I, it could find, it could tell me it could tell you that I'm lying, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm lying. How do you get how do you get around that? I guess is what I'm asking. All right. Well, well, here here's the thing: is if you're accused of something and asked to take a polygraph, uh, and you're guilty, uh, it will look worse in most cases to decline or refuse to do the exam. If you take the exam and fail it, then you then all you have to do is say the test is wrong. But if you if you refuse to take the test, it's going to make you look guilty, very guilty. Yeah, I know that, but I, I that's why, go ahead. That's why, and that's why lots of guilty people will go ahead and take the test. I mean, they'll roll the dice on it. Mm-hmm. And 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 what kinds of cases have you seen it admitted in court? 
Uh, usually serious criminal cases, homicides, uh, um, you know, burglaries, uh, sex crimes, a lot of sex crimes uh, get admitted into, uh, into court process. A lot of times the courts use polygraph for uh, sentencing issues. Yeah, uh, it's used in a lot of uh, uh, a lot of alternate ways rather than just at trial. Yeah, so I, I only have about thirty seconds here. Um, you, do you think it was wise of uh, of the uh, the people representing Doctor Ford to to use the polygraph? Of course, of course, it's uh, it's supported. It has scientific support now that it didn't have fifteen twenty years ago. Uh, it, it's it's a different process. It's, it's a different science than it was uh, 20 years ago. Uh, you know, everything you hear now, uh, you hear about uh, testing unreliable and uh, you know, all the research. Uh, the old research, yes, there there's there've been some issues, but with the new validation studies, it's uh, it's it's a lot better than it was. Well, Michael, I really appreciate it. I, uh, I I you've cleared up a lot of things for everybody. I think I don't think I think a lot of people think they know what these tests are about. Number one, the, the thing about uh, not admitting him in court, and uh, and I, I just I, I think you cleared a lot of things up. I don't I think people hear this stuff all the time, and are, there probably are a lot of old wives' tales out there about it. But I appreciate there you are. being on. You're very welcome. Okay, thank you. And we will be right back. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they're no loophole full lifetime warranty covers everything including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge mention am 1250 and get an exclusive 10 percent discount for listeners of this station only why pay double before you buy visit windowsruspittsburgh.com they're more than a window company they're the area's premier exterior replacement company windowsruspittsburgh.com it's been 43 years since the fall of saigon over 58,000 never made it home The ones that did returned bearing wounds that never really healed. It's time to change that. October 10th through 14th, the American Veterans Traveling Tribute Vietnam Wall comes to Murraysville Community Park. At over 360 feet long, this 80% scale replica of the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. is the largest and most exact of its kind. Not a single name has been forgotten. Open 24 hours a day, the American Veterans Traveling Tribute Vietnam Wall is free and open to the public. This October, join a grateful community in honoring our veterans, and let's move forward together. Details under events at murraysville.com. On September 17, 1787, the framers of our government signed the U.S. Constitution in Philadelphia, a constitution which set up our government. While Constitution Day has passed, Patriot Mobile supports the conservative values that the framers adopted in the U.S. Constitution, values which define our government and guarantee our rights. And the $17.87 data plan offers have been a huge success, so we're extending them through the end of the month. Patriot celebrates the founding fathers in your values, and it's the only cell phone carrier that supports conservative causes like the Susan B. Anthony Fund and the NRA while providing you with the same nationwide reliable service with unlimited talk and text for less money and no hidden fees and switching is easy. Make the switch today. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Unlimited talk, text, and data for your first month. $17.87 plus a free pocket constitution. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's patriotmobile.com forward How much do you spend on your pest control each year? $200, $300, or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and yes, it is possible to rid your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 
Our best seller, the Plug-in Pest-Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code RADIO20. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. So we've made it through another week. How many weeks is that, Aaron? Nine? Ten? Ten weeks. Still here. It's because of Aaron. She keeps me employed. Um, but uh, I just want to say, uh, we had another good week, but uh, I like this. <laughs> I think I ended last week with a tweet from Ann Coulter. I don't know why. I just happened to stumble upon it, and I only have a couple minutes here, so I wanted to throw it in here. And I agree with it 100%. Today's profile and courage in capital letters, followed by spineless senator gets yelled at in elevator, wets himself, surrenders advice and consent to corrupt FBI. That's that, that's how many. That's like three lines. Sums it up pretty good, don't you think? Um, and I agree. Uh, you know, this guy Flake, he had his mind made up, and 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 you know, if he would have said this. Immediately after the hearings yesterday, it would have been one thing. But for him to be ready to go, let's have a vote, and uh, that was the end of it. It's going to be 11 to 10, and uh, he's going to be the, uh, it's going to be approved, and the vote will go to the uh, Senate floor. But because some hysterical women weeping and making idiots of themselves outside the elevator get in his face, he changed his mind? I'm kind of glad he's not going to be in the Senate anymore spineless senator gets yelled at an elevator wets himself surrenders advice and consent to corrupt fbi i mean look at all the things that she was able to she's brilliant that she was able to put in that one little tweet sometimes i hate twitter but sometimes i like it thanks again to aaron byrne for her great production work this week thank you for listening and i'll see yins on monday the John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.